This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 311 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right. We're, this is back-to-back weeks, I think, that we're doing yeah. a movie that's actually on our list. Um, I believe this is on both of our lists. It um, might be. To do this. Um, I think it was on my radar. I'm pretty sure we. Rem- I remember us talking I, about this. I'm pretty sure it's on mine, too. This was supposed to come out like November of last year, but for actually, obvious it, reasons. Oh, it is on my list. Yeah, it's it on moved. my list. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So I got the, uh, I got the boring stuff here. Um, let's see. There's really no, um, what's it called? Box office. Cause this was an Amazon Prime. Um, right. right. Uh, straight to streaming, uh, movie. Um, but the only boring stuff we have is the Rotten Tomatoes rating. So the original one came out in 1988, 52 reviews, 71%. So, we've said this before about comedies like Rotten Tomatoes is good for, I don't know, things that make sense, but like in a comedy, anything could be funny. Right. So, so like Dumb and Dumber is rated really low in Rotten Tomatoes, but I think it's hilarious, but I know it's stupid as shit and I try to defend it like Zack Snyder fans do. But <laughs> all right. So coming to America, uh, which is, that's the name instead of the two T.O. It's the number two. So coming to America, 214 reviews because we have nothing else to do. Wow. And, um, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, which I can't remember who went first last time, uh, for initial reactions. Uh, I don't remember, but I, I I'll go ahead. Cause All like right. I was, uh, gosh, when this came out in 88, so I was like 15 when that came out. And, uh, again, it was like right around the time where I had satellite dish. So it was like, Back, Beverly Hills Cop 2, and then the following year it was this movie. Right. So, like, I watched a lot of Eddie Murphy movies, like, within two or three year span. Yeah, this was on HBO all the time back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I remember seeing this on, like, tape, and, like, it's rated, yeah. it's a hard R. And, like, my dad let me watch this shit. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the funny thing is, is, like, if they didn't have the nudity and it was just the language, anybody could watch it, cause it's not like, but the nudity really, is not even that big of a deal. It's not. It's really quick. Um, in fact, this was really close. It could have been a PG-13 movie if they took out a few of the F-words and and, and the nudity. No, you can't, and that was, you can't that take out the F-words in the first one. The first one is a classic <laughs> with all the F-words. It's too, no, I'm just saying like if they did, if it would be a... I know, I know. Maybe no so titties. Like, so when they made Coming to America 2 and they said... It, 
it was going to be, you know, PG 13. I was a little disappointed, but I have to say that it really didn't matter. Um, I, I really, my initial reaction is this. It was, it was like a great, like nostalgic thing for me. And it was great to come back to those characters. Um, a lot of majority of the characters, I think they only left out a couple. Um, and, uh, so it was just like, it was just super fun for me. It wasn't like, Hyster- like hilarious like the first one was i mean it was pretty funny but i was just really entertained because it was like catching up to old friends or catching up to right. these characters that i really really enjoyed and these guys they fit they went right back into their characters like <clears throat> yeah like like no time had gone by and i really really like that and it was it was easier to kind of swallow and follow and and be and have fun with it because nobody they didn't change anything Right. So, except for the modern, you know, the modernization and stuff, but that, that makes sense. So all in all, I, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I was thoroughly disappointed, um, in the movie. Um, mm. so this is two out of three weeks where we, we kind of disagree, yeah. um, on, on something. Um, I, I, unlike you, didn't watch the first one, uh, before watching this, but I didn't need to. Like I, I picked up on every single thing. Like I, like I said, like, and like you, or like you said, for me, this was on HBO all the fucking time. So I've seen this so many times, the mm-hmm. first one. So I, I picked up on everything here. Um, I was disappointed because it seemed too fast and, and they were put in a really difficult position. And here's why, because you have to move the story forward. Right. I mean, it, it is essentially the first movie again. Like, I don't yep. know what it is with these reboots, re, uh, sequels, whatever, whatever you want to call it. It's essentially the first movie. Only this time, um, there's more concentration on the father because it's Eddie Murphy. He's the main character mm-hmm. or kind of, I don't know. I really don't know who the main character is of this movie. Um, because they're, they're, they're split so many different ways because in the first movie, you could just concentrate on Akeem trying to find a, a love and then falls in love with Lisa. And then there's that whole, you know, will he, won't, won't she type thing in this one, because you had Eddie Murphy as the main character still, or part of the main character or headlining, I should say, you couldn't spend a lot of time with Lavelle and, uh, Mika like mm-hmm. together. So when they like run off to America to, you know, to get married and shit, I'm like, that was fucking fast. Cause you guys, you guys, I mean, they kind of, they tell, there's a lot of montage in here. So you don't really know how much time it is. But for me, when I was watching, even knowing that they time jumped because of the montages, I was like, this is really fast <laughs> because there was no, you, you didn't see as much of them as you did with Lisa and Akeem, right? Like mm-hmm. their relationship, you could see it blossoming. Like it's a good love story, that movie. Um, you know, a lot of people think about it as like a, it is a comedy, but it's a romantic comedy. Right. And it's a pretty decent love story. Like if you strip away all the, the harsh words and all that stuff, it's a pretty decent love story. You know, like no, it doesn't get enough credit for how it builds that romance. In this one, I don't see it. I don't see why Mika and Laveau love each other because like 15 minutes beforehand, he was going to fuck that other girl, right? Like he was all ready to get married just to get to, to get in that girl's pants, right? And now like 15 minutes of screen time later, he starts falling in love with the barber, you know? So like that's that was my biggest thing. I mean, we've already that was my that was my initial reaction. I was kind of disappointed in it. I did think it was funny, um, but I don't know. It, it just. It, 
yeah. would have liked to have seen this as a series. Well, I yeah, I I think it would have been great as a series. Uh, that romance did speed up was pretty fast, but it wasn't like Anakin Padme bad. You know, I I actually liked those characters when they were whenever he was confiding in her. I was like, oh, I think these two are going to end up together. Yeah. And so the while the the romance sped up really fast, I d- it wasn't that unbelievable to me that they could get married. And here's why: they're from that culture. Like she's from that culture where people get married on a whim kind of thing, or people, when you know who you're with, who you want to be with it, that's, that's it. So, but for him, like he was supposed to marry somebody no matter what. Right. Right. But well, he was supposed to marry the, the daughter of the, um, of, uh, Izzy, the the dictator, you know, the general Izzy, Wesley, general Izzy. Oh God. Wesley Snipes, who, who actually made me laugh a few times. Um, so that, that whole ridiculousness. So I, I, it wasn't that beyond the realm of possibility based in that context or based in that universe. So that didn't really bother me that much. Um, I would have liked the story to, to get moving a little quicker because they really did spend a lot of time, you know, in, in Zamunda in the beginning before they headed off to America again. Right. But I don't but know. They like, had to. I, but they had they, to. They, they had to do that, and I, I, I like the callbacks. Like it's funny that they got a McDowell's in Zamunda, and like <laughs> the only Louis, one, Louis Anderson runs it. <laughs> like oh, he, <laughs> yeah, he finally got that promotion. Yeah, um, you know they brought back you know the the father and uh, James Earl Jones, um, who I knew kind of was got like you know going to pass away, and I like the theme of the the, the story. Like you know, Hakeem now is like being he's been like groomed to be a leader and like once becomes like the leader he kind of that thing that he used to do which was like be there for his family and this and that kind of went by the wayside because he was like ruling the way he thought his father would want him to rule and like there was like really cool scene later on where they had to remind him like hey this isn't who you are like that like where's the old akeem you know where's the akeem i fell in love with and so on and so forth right um so I did like that, but yeah, I think like a six part miniseries would have been fantastic for this. Like just mm. six parts would have been enough. Uh, so, um, the, the, the woman that he falls in love with, that Lavelle falls in love with is Mika. That's yeah. Kiki Lane. That is the woman from, uh, what the hell is that movie called? Uh, she is from the old guard. Oh, that's right. She wasn't that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was fantastic in that. Um, she was great in it, and I really <laughs> loved uh, Marembe too. Yes, like the oldest daughter. Like oldest I daughter. loved. Oh God, she was awesome. I loved the women in this movie more than um the guys in the movie. Oh, for sure. Like they gave like Lisa so much was for Lisa so awesome. Do. Oh yeah. yeah, I really loved her character this time around because last time she was just somebody that his desire, you know, and now she's the wife and she kind of runs the household and she runs him. And I, I loved it. I thought her scenes were fantastic. Yeah. Um, I like Leslie Jones in it. She cracked me up. Um, and their scenes together that when they kind of bonded and stuff was kind of cool. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Like how she was, how Lisa was with her. And then also I wasn't sure how they were going to introduce the son. Cause I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then they did this like really cool flashback where, <laughs> and they CG'd him too, where the two of them were like speed dating and shit. And, uh, was it speed? They CG'd him in certain parts, but in other parts, it was like unused footage, right? Or something, or no? It was either, un- well, it wasn't, un- I think it was the footage we've used to see. 
And then they would CG them when they were talking to Leslie Jones because she obviously wasn't around right, 30 years right, ago. Right. Um, and so that part was, but I just, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Cause I was like, well, how, that's, that's the weird <laughs> part is that like Leslie Jones, like they CG'd Eddie Murphy to, you know, fit, but they didn't make Leslie Jones older. She was like the same. <laughs> she looked, she the, looked same. the same. She looked exactly just different clothes same. and a haircut. <laughs> she looked exactly the same. Everybody got older, but her. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But, uh, and then, uh, what's, and I love the, the addition of Tracy Morgan as the uncle. You know, he was funny. I liked him, uh, yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, man, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I just had a lot of fun. It wasn't like kind of shut my brain off and, and just I mean, I, like, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I, when I say I was like thoroughly disappointed, I was disappointed because, because I saw like a, a better movie in here, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I, I, I did like all the callbacks. I like, I like the barbershop. Uh, anytime they're in the barbershop is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, although those guys should be dead. <laughs> look, <laughs> well, yeah, they were old back then. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Especially the uh, Eddie Murphy's old white guy. He should have been dead. He was the oh, oldest out of all of them. The Jewish, yeah, the Jewish. Yeah, guy, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the- I mean, the, those parts are. It's it's the movie is funny. Don't get me wrong. It's not as funny as the first one. Yeah. But it it what kills me about the movie? It's it's probably if I didn't have a podcast, I probably would have liked it more but i was really trying to look at this movie and look at it as a reviewer you know and that was the, i couldn't i just couldn't get over the fact of how much i enjoyed the like this movie makes me appreciate the first movie so much more because i i, I never yeah. realized the first one actually you know what like i never actually realized the first one was such a good love story till i saw this one yeah because I was like, something's when when the movie was over, I was like, something's off. Like, I I laughed, I I, I liked it. It went, went by really fast, um, not in a bad way. It just went by fast because it was I was enjoying myself. But something just felt felt off at the mm-hmm. end. Not like Phantom Menace off, but like off. And um, and then I was like, I I, I just didn't believe the love story in this one like I did well, in the first I almost, one. I almost felt like they didn't really need to get married. They could have just no. gone off and courted each other or something. And I would have been okay with that. Right. The whole the whole shoving the marriage thing in there is always kind of tricky. Well, and, it, uh, w- in the first one, it made more sense because, like, he had to get married and they yeah. did fall in love, right? And this yep. one, Akeem is still the king. Like, what's the point of them just getting married, you know? Like it just didn't, yeah. make, and there was nothing brought up, especially with like, there was not enough about the old ways. Like it was mentioned a few times. And then, you know, when Lavelle's like, how can I marry her or whatever? Like I'm the king. I made a few rules. It was just like a, it was just like a uh, kind of throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. Like there yeah. wasn't enough conflict there because there was so much more going on. And that was the problem with the movie was that you had to catch up on all the old characters that you were bringing back. Right. You had to figure right. out. You know, you had to give him a little bit of a story, even even the old guys in the barbershop, you know. And so you had yeah. to spend time doing all that shit. And then you had to move the story forward with Lavelle and, and Mika. And there just wasn't enough time for for them right. at all in the story. And, th- and that that's probably my biggest disappointment was that there are times like especially when they first kiss. There are times where I'm like, OK, I could see this relationship going. But the next thing you know, they're running off to America to get married. Yeah, that was a little that was a little strange to me. It's like, what was the point? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't understand that either. I just thought, I just thought that her, you know, or him not wanting to marry that girl 
made sense. I was like, yeah, that's just a, a power play for Hakeem to, you know, uh, fulfill, fulfill something that he was supposed to do years ago. He was supposed to marry the sister. Which was kind uh, of a good, like, that was awesome. Like, I didn't know that. That was a that, great so. callback because she's still barking and hopping after all these years. And I was like, yeah, you know, shit. I was thinking like, oh my God. That's awful. <laughs> like in the begin, like he tells her that and then, uh, or he tells him that, tells Akeem that. And for some reason, Akeem just like doesn't say stop and just no. fucking walks away. And I'm yeah. like, that doesn't seem like Akeem would do that. I was like, wow. And then at the end, he kind of, you know, he tells her to, he, you know, took it away or whatever so that she could live a normal life. And she ends up with Semi or something at the end, doesn't she? I can't remember. Um, uh, I don't remember. Was, I don't it was remember. Some, it was something Wasn't like it the that. guy who sings, the butler? Oh, maybe. <laughs> that guy's awesome, too. I was like, oh, he's back. That's yeah. cool. He's hilarious. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of good things to like about it. It's just the... It's just like it It wasn't the romantic comedy of the first one because no. there wasn't enough time for those two. Yeah. And I loved I, – I would have liked to spend more time with the daughter. I mean – Or all the, the daughters, actually. Yeah, yeah. All the daughters were so awesome. Um, I would have been okay if they didn't want to do the whole marriage thing over again and just him adjusting to having teenage daughters would have been a better movie. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, that would You know, like great. him trying to be a father and – I mean, it looks like they have a great relationship in the movie. I just would have liked to have seen, you know, instead of bringing the fact that he has a son, like concentrate on the daughter, not wanting to marry some schlep, you know what I mean? And yeah, it kind of, yeah, it kind of would have been like the same kind of a thing, but then you could have put a, cause it kind of reminds me of Brave too, uh, yeah. Pixar's Brave. Yeah. Um, and so like I would have liked to have seen some of that in the movie. Maybe they didn't just want to redo that kind of a storyline cause that's been done many times before but i mean me uh like um marimba had every reason to be pissed <laughs> like well, what the yeah. fuck dad right yeah yeah but but i knew at the end it was going to work out i knew at the end that he was going to kind of the son was going to be like look i i don't i'm going to do my own thing so the, the it should go to the oldest daughter you know it should go right. to my oldest to my sister so i i did i kind of saw that coming i knew that was going to come but it was just some of it was the love story I think was probably the weakest part of the movie. But like I said, I think I was just so enamored by seeing all the characters again that I just had a good time. And then plus I just watched it like three weeks, like two or three weeks before that, even though I know that movie backward and forth, but I still like watching it. It was really cool to watch it again and then watch this movie. Oh, did you catch the, um, did you catch the trading places reference in this one? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, I thought that was I. I was wondering how they were going to do that because both those actors are have, have now passed. Like long time ago, they passed. Um, right. And uh, but it was cool, like it was the grandson or something like that. And he was and he was kind of a dick. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was right. like, wow, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. But I thought, well, yeah, that, there was that whole trading places. Plus, they were in the first one as well. Like it was yeah. just weird that they wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, it was a nice way to like connect the two. That was like the closest thing to an MCU we had. <laughs> right, right. No doubt. What do you remember that scene, dude? I'm telling you, cause I love trading places so much that yeah. when that, that Pete little piece where he hand, like hands the money to, I want to say it was it Mortimer. It was the, the other one and he hands it to him and he's like, we're back. And I just, yeah. I just leapt out of my seat. I was 15. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. You know, yeah, it's yeah. in the same universe. <laughs> You're <laughs> right. right. It was the MCU before the MCU. You're right. Exactly. Because they never did shit like that. 
No. It was a I, nice callback to throw those two in there, and then they, you know, you find out that they actually did come back. The only thing that, uh, that was kind of close to that was, uh, every time they did, yeah, you know, I remember when they did Encino Man, it was Brandon Frazier and, uh, and what's his name, Polly Shore. Like right. they were in each other's movies all the time after that. Oh, okay. And like, and sometimes Encino Man would literally show up in a <clears throat> Polly Shore movie and like, and bite a frog's head off or some shit. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. I did not watch enough of Paulie Shore movies. To... <laughs> like, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I think I've, I think I've watched, uh, what is a son-in-law is one. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Cause it's got Carlo Gugino in it. Um, yeah. I'm trying to And remember... then I've watched Biodome a couple of times. Let's and see. I think I I've wonder... only seen Encino Man once. Yeah, Brendan Fraser was. Oh, okay. So in Son in Law, uh, Polly Shore is wearing this like uh, outfit with like a fruit hat or something like that. It was like Halloween right. or whatever. And then Brandon Fraser, as Encino Man, grabs a frog off of the top of the hat and bites into it and then walks away. That was when he were in college, right? When he was yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah, that was in college. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think I remember that, but so, not as great as the as the Coming to America. Uh, no, but but still, it was kind of like that was pretty funny. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. That's not what I would have thought about first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, 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 res- my respect for you went from uh, one to zero again. <laughs> I mean, my, my, I, I would have went from, I would have went to Predator 2 when you saw the alien skull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you fucking went to Pauly Shore and I Encino, Encino Man. man. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? That's the you first can, thing I, you thought. I can name five different things, and you named that shit. Like, <laughs> right? <it's> like... <laughs> I mean, fuck, you could even go to the Mandalorian and say, like, Ahsoka, you saw Ahsoka there, you know, and then, yeah. like, made all of Clone Wars and Rebels fucking canon. But you went Encino like, Man and Paulie Shore movies. And Grogu went Paulie Shore. I mean, I was oh, thinking man. Predator too and Alien. You never go. You never go. You never go Encino Man. You never go full Encino Man. You never go full Paulie Shore. Oh man. Uh, oh god, that's funny. I thought All it was right. cool that um, in Coming to America they. Of course, the two is the the two. Let's call it uh, the second one. It should be just yeah, coming to America too. But uh, I love the sequence where he had to. What did he have to do with the lion? He had to get a lion's hair or something like that. Yeah, like whisker the fur. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, whisker, whisker. I thought that was pretty cool. And then like yeah. it ended up, his sister helps him uh, get it, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah, but that. That whole sequence, but when they told him he had to do that, he's like, "What the fuck?" I, even I was like, "What? <laughs> Why?" <laughs> well, this doesn't make any sense. And then like Akeem's like doing a whole fucking Han Solo thing and lying about doing it the first try. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but they kind of like I don't know getting the whiskers in the way that he did was was really it just seemed like that was a really crazy plan, you know. It was probably uh, less dangerous than what Akeem <clears throat> probably ended up doing because he took forever to try and get, do it, you know? That's possibly. 
I mean, right. I just would have thrown like a sleep dart, shoot a sleep dart at it or something, or like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, because there but, was no rule about how he could get it. No. He just said, here's your scissors, and you, that's how you get. But yeah. he never said, like, that's all you get, because if that was the case, then, like, how did they cut down the bamboo to make that cage? And honestly, that's and get the mean. meat. That's mean to do that, too. Like, they, need, that? Their, they need their whiskers. They do? You know, this, yeah, those things, are, I, I thought they were important. Um, I'm sure they grow back, but I remember <clears throat> I had this cat who like got in some really bad cattails or some something stickers <clears throat> and we had to cut the whiskers off the thing. And it looks so ridiculous. <laughs> like <laughs> it was like half a mustache. I don't you know, think, like, like, like I don't once, think that's the same thing. I think, I think they just wanted like one or two. Like, I don't think they wanted to trim the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he cut, he cut a lot of it off though. He got two. He got two uh, off. But like. My cat looks so stupid for the longest time. I was like, I gotta, I gotta cut the other side because this does not match. <laughs> looks this like looks he belongs so in like stupid. a. <laughs> looks like he belongs in a Heathcliff cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> one of yeah. those like junk cats I mean, or whatever. He, he did. He totally. Looked, it looked. It reminded me of like Ron Swanson when he burned half his mustache off with Jerry. Jerry put like <laughs> propane in the in the stupid no, thing he about, lit it. No, it's like of. <laughs> What what did he when he was with uh what's her face? Um his his wife in real life. Oh, but, they made out so hard it rubbed it rubbed his No, it w- it wasn't from making out, it was from doing something else. Something else, right. He's like it's <laughs> yeah, friction right. burn or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what Some was. I don't remember what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it so hard or so long that he fucked up some of his uh, mustache. I love, oh my god, I love Ron Swanson. It's amazing. That's uh, no longer Parks and Rec is no longer on Netflix either, right? No, it's on uh, the Peacock. And yeah, uh, I still haven't. I still haven't seen the um, the the new episode where they did the quarantine. It was during the COVID. They did a, a brand new episode. I, I still haven't seen it. Me neither. I got to find it somewhere. I, I just, ref- I think because like it's NBC and yeah, they'll have like universal stuff on there, but like it's NBC, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not going to pay for it. That's yeah. half of it. The other part of it is like, I don't want to pay for something called the peacock. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a stupid name. Your wife Why is your bank statement. She's like, what's this? Yeah. It's like, it's like, what porn site are you paying for? I'm like, I'm not paying. Like, it's just the mail. Thought? Yeah. Like I understand. I just understand. Like, yeah, I know the peacock is the, the insignia from NBC or whatever, but you couldn't have come up with a better name. Like anything <laughs> would have been better. Like NBC online would have been better. I mean, everything is like plus plus. Like Paramount Plus is coming, Disney Plus. They could have just should just called it NBC Plus. Like, who cares? Just call it NBC Negative. I don't give a shit. Anything but the Peacock, like, would have been a better name. Yeah, just call it the of- like the Bird would have been better. Just <laughs> the Bird. I've been doing rewatches of The Office, and they have extended editions on there. So, oh, really? Like, some of the shows are way different. Yeah, like they added you know, a bunch of shit out of every book. Like, what is it? Four ninety nine a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's still too much. Like I just went, there's a just, there's a you'd be surprised. There's a lot of movies on there too. I was well because of Universal, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Like it's got yeah. all the Jurassic Parks, I think. I think so. It's got a, there's a ton of shit. It's all John Wick's. Like it's got it's got a bunch of stuff on there. I haven't even scratched the surface because <sighs> Man, I I just be been watching one, The though. Office, <laughs> right? For the fortieth time, just been watching The Office for the twentieth time. Yeah, uh, 
I mean, but, it just, I don't know. It's just another streaming service. And then somebody else is coming out with another streaming service. I forget who, like Paramount. Well, well Paramount, Paramount. Yeah. Plus, like, so Par- oh, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Like your streaming bill is going to be just as much as your cable bill. Well, they figured like people are going to be jumping all over the place. Like Paramount, you'll get all the Star Treks. Like they take it off CBS. They're taking off the CBS app. So you go to Paramount plus the, wow. the all the, like every fucking Star Trek you could imagine is there. So mm-hmm. I, I actually, for me, that would be worth it just to get it for a couple of months and rewatch all that shit. But, <clears throat> and probably is Paramount going to be four ninety nine as well. I think so. I don't know. I, isn't all the Tom Cruise, like all the mission impossibles Paramount too. I don't know. <sighs> I guess, but I'm not but, paying five, four $5 a month just to watch mission impossible. movies. <laughs> It's fucking stupid. <laughs> well, you can get it free for a week. <laughs> like I watch. So does so does Paramount get? Or wait, does Universal get the Incredible Hulk on there? Oh, I that's a good NBC because that's know. an NBC movie. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd or have to Universal, look. I said. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to go look. Yeah, hmm. because the, because the Incredible Hulk and the two Spider Man movies are the only thing that's not on Disney Plus. Right. So, which is a bummer, but it's like you have to. I think I bought those on Amazon anyway, so like I could jump over there and watch them. Uh, well, they have the first. They have the first Iron Man and the second Iron Man movies on here. Uh, on yes. Disney Plus, but because uh, uh, like three, the first Iron Man is Paramount, isn't it, or Columbia? No, 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 no. It's it's all it's all owned by Marvel. So like every every single no Marvel no no, no, no. Movie, the first the first two Marvel <laughs> movies was I think Captain America was the first Marvel Studios movie. Iron Man, oh, and Indi- I think possible. Iron Man's Paramount or something, or Columbia or some shit. No, it's maybe. not Columbia. Maybe, I think it's but, Paramount. Maybe, but they're they're on they're on Disney Plus though. Like every yeah, every, but that's what I mean. Like their contract must be different with that company. Maybe, but every every MC, MCU movie is on Disney Plus, with the exception of Incredible Hulk movies. and the two Spider Mans. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, <clears> but back to uh, back, back to coming to, to, coming America. to America. So. I one thing I really really loved. I loved seeing uh Hakeem and Semi again uh doing their thing. Like 30 years of you know 30 odd years have gone by yet the dynamic is still exactly the same. And right. it's funny. I mean even down to his like his last breath, you know, James Earl Jones like fucking hated Semi. <laughs> so <laughs> did not like him. <clears throat> which I thought was really funny. But um and then, uh, like I said, Leslie Jones, I think was a really good addition. You know, she kind of grounded the movie a little bit as far as like bringing, you know, New York to Zamunda, I thought was really funny. And, uh, and <clears throat> her, her sequences with Lisa, I mean, Lisa's like, what the fuck is this? You know, and then kind of warms up to her kind of like, oh yeah, that's right. Harlem, you know, that's right. Like I remember I used to live there 30 right, odd right. years ago. So, you know, Queens, there's like, not Harlem. Queens, Queens. So there's a little, like, those little touches, which I, I really liked. Um, but, but I think you're right. I think they kind of got a little muddled down in the fact that they tried to bring everybody back and give them a little bit of this, a little bit of that in the movie, which is really hard to do when you're trying to focus on, you know, a main story. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they could have done just a little sequence and kind of showed some people, but they really kind of went all out and showed you. Like, I mean, even like Louis Anderson, I was like, oh, wow. Like, they gave him more speaking lines now than the last movie. <laughs> I mean, oh, they brought shit. back the guys from Training Places. Like, yeah. they added them in there, you know? So Yeah. 
It was it was like a bunch of stuff. I don't know how much of it was necessary. The only person that was missing was uh was Soul Glow, the Soul Glow guy. Uh, oh, which right. is uh Eric LaSalle. And I I read somewhere, I read an article cuz I was like, why wasn't he in the movie? So I went and did some digging and apparently like he he's like a showrunner on a on a major show. I can't remember it's either one of those um paramedic shows or cop shows. But uh-huh. he he's too he was too busy. But they wrote a sequence for him, and it was kind of like he. I mean, it was uh, it was kind of funny. But basically, thirty odd years later, he doesn't have the Jerry curl anymore. He's like bald and shit. And so like, <laughs> and so he's got like a new lotion called uh, Grow Glow or some shit like that, where it's like a hair growing, you know, type uh-huh. of uh, type of gel or something you put on your head. I do, which hmm. I thought would have been fucking genius. So it would just would have been a, a commercial that you saw in the background or something like that. Oh, that would have been cool. <clears throat> yeah. But he's like, yeah, I can't do it. So, which I was like, damn it. Well, his sister, the Lisa's sister's missing too. Yeah, she is. I noticed that but too. But they, 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 they tell them that the mother died, which yes. I think she did die in real life. The mother yeah. did. No, yes. in, I'm sorry, in the movie. In the she movie was already version, gone. she was already she gone. She was already gone. Yeah, yeah. But, but the, they don't the, mention the sister. No, at all, like right? McDowell is there. Like he lives in Zamunda and runs the only McDowell's there. And I was like, that's weird, but okay. And, uh, um, but yeah, she's, com- I, she seemed completely missed unless I missed something, but no, she I was not in there at all. I didn't see her there at all. Um, that's really weird. I should look into that. I didn't think about that because she ends, I thought she ended up with the soul glow guy at the end of the, the first movie. Um, <laughs> Maybe she try. Maybe maybe that's why she's not in it because her part was tied to him. I don't know. Maybe because I, I remember that. that I remember that sequence where he he goes into her room and he's all soaking wet and he's like, "Lisa, dump me." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Let's get you out of these clothes." <laughs> and <laughs> right. he breaks he breaks the fourth wall and stares at the screen like, "Yeah." Well, there's a there's a bunch of fourth wall breaking in the first movie. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a little nods or little winks or and shit like that, which I thought yeah. I thought it was pretty, I mean, I don't know, maybe for that time, but, uh, no, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not as disappointed as you are, but, but I agree with you in that there's some problems, uh, with the story, but overall it's like a pretty enjoyable and fun, you know, movie and just so many like nostalgic callbacks and shit like that, that I, I really liked. And, and I knew that was coming. I knew I would sit there and be pointing shit out the entire time. Like even really obscure, like small things would happen. And I'd be like, oh my God. You, you know, know got- like just thinking about this movie versus the first one, there's like nothing in the second one that rivals some, like some mediocre jokes in the first one. Like yeah. I'm just thinking about some of the lines where like he gets out of the LaGuardia or Queen, LaGuardia or Queens, whatever, uh, LaGuardia or, um, JFK mm-hmm. and he just tells the taxi driver to stop. And the taxi driver gets out of the car and says, you dumb fuck, right? <laughs> that alone was funny, right? <clears throat> but then, you know, they're talking in the car and Akeem turns to Semi and says, Akeem, Semi, what is a dumb fuck? <laughs> <laughs> or like when he gets out and he's yelling or something, they're like, fuck you. And he's like, fuck yes. you. Yes. He's like, yes, yes, <laughs> fuck you too. And I was like, uh, there's nothing like that in no, this movie. It's not. It's not. Um, there's so many other, uh, you know, quotable lines in this movie where, <laughs> oh my God, I, I got to watch the first one now. 
Yeah, like yeah. I said it before, the second one makes me appreciate the first one so it much does. more. It, it really um, does. It's not that this one's bad. It's just that they they spent too much time on things that I didn't want. Um, that that didn't really push the story forward. Um, it was liked, one of those uh, big giant. Uh, well, was I like the, well, I like the first one in that there was a part where they're they're working in McDowell's and like Samuel Jackson comes in and robs the place, you know, and right. And they they kick his ass. They just take him out, you know. And I was yeah. like, that that was really fucking cool. So there's like not any there's not any like real major sequence in the movie that made me kind of just go like, oh, that's awesome, you know, like or or I was laughing hysterically at something, you know, that yeah. he said. Uh, because at this point, you know, Akeem is older and wiser and all that, and you know, and the stuff with Lisa was really the only thing that was, that was kind of making me laugh because. You know, she just kind of ran that roost. Um, mm. and, uh, but yeah, there wasn't really any laugh out loud parts. I mean, anytime in the barbershop was pretty dynamic and I like that. I like at the end, they're like, and now the final musical act or whatever. And I was like, Oh my God, it's going to be sexual chocolate. I know it. And like, he, <laughs> and then he fucking comes out and I was like, yes, you know, I was so excited. But, uh, but other there was than a lot that, of musical you know? numbers in this movie. Oh, dude, the, the, I love the, yeah, I love that. I love the musical numbers in the beginning. That was really, really cool. And then at the end, it was really cool too. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. But, but when he announced sexual chocolate, I was like, yeah. <laughs> you knew it was uh, going to be sexual chocolate. I just, I just knew it. Cause I'm like, he's not in this movie. Where is he? You know, and then, and then it came right at the table. But even the first one was so much better because they're in this like shitty gym with the shitty equipment. Oh, and he's my just God. awful. But when they're doing the, um, they did the, what is it? The pageant, the local pageant and all the girls were wearing like fucking thong bikinis. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? Right. And like, you know, and then Arsenio Hall is like the reverend, which he, he makes an appearance too. Yeah. Um, he plays the a only thing that they role. added was some weird shaman played by, um, Arsenio Hall. I think that really old creepy witch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't remember. I don't remember I th- her in the first movie. So I, I thought that was I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was pretty. It was really over the top. Like I I don't know. I enjoyed that shit because that was that was what Eddie Murphy did. He did that in the Clumps, and he did that in this movie. You know, Norbert is really stupid. I hate that movie, but <laughs> I but I love when he kind of or even like you know Nutty Professor. I loved when he you know changed into you know a different character like that you, you see like where kind of mike myers kind of got his inspiration on some shit like when he was doing you know um what do you call it awesome uh, powers awesome powers yeah so i enjoy that kind of stuff when it's done right but all right so let's do the anyway. ratings so we like uh what was the last time we did this we did raya and the last dragon and we have run into an issue about diversity rating and yeah. now that things are starting to be more inclusive, um, we're going to have to change the name of the rating, I think. And I think we landed on, uh, diversity and inclusion was the, was the rating. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we're still going to keep the, the rating system because I don't want to, we've, we've done three, this is 311 episodes. I'm not changing the fucking, no, <laughs> the, but, we, but we will call it diversity to... and inclusion. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, <sighs> So it's hard to say, like, you can't just say Casper, because that's when we said that before, that just means it's just an all white cast. Okay. So, right. 
in Raya, obviously, it was not an all-white cast. The only white person was Alan no, but Tudyk. it was it was a plethora so took, of <laughs> diversity and inclusion. Is basically what we're saying. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, so I'm kind of the same way here. You know, I said the same thing I did with Raya in that this is like a a, a plethora of, of of diversity and inclusion. Um, yeah, I'm uh, going to go that way too. And then for me, I, I'd give it like three and a half uh, chainsaws. I, I know I kind of. Wow. Sounded like I pushed it more than that, but yeah, but that's kind of where it is for me right that's, now. It's just a, it's that's a weird because movie you, you liked it more than I did. Um, I had yeah. bigger issues with it, and I was only going to give it three and a half, uh, three lightsabers. Yeah, um, okay, so pretty, fairly close, fairly close. Yeah, but uh, yep. anyway, all right. Well, that was uh, episode three eleven of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ Vic. Until next time, folks. Chew on that. Later.